Hey y'all, it's your girl Charity B and welcome to the I'm Enough Mastering Self-Love Podcast. This podcast was designed for both men and women who are in the process or wanting to start their self-love journey. Here we will discuss many topics related to self-love that promotes healthy habits that will help support your mental and emotional health, boost self-confidence, and self-worth. So get ready, this is something you don't want to miss. If you like what you hear in this episode, feel free to DM me and leave comments on my Instagram page at im.enoughmsl. Hey y'all, welcome back to the I'm Enough Mastering Self Love Podcast. We are back with another episode. This is episode three. Um, It's called Traumas, starting from the root of the problem, part two. Um, Today we have a special guest, so go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. What's up, y'all? This is, I am Charity's best friend, better known as not Asia. And what would you like for me to tell these beautiful people? Give a little background on myself. Okay, so I'm 24 years old. Pretty much, um, I'm an introvert. I don't really talk to people like that. I'm kind of like secluded. I be chilling. Wow. I have a nail page, so I'm currently working on building my clientele with the nail page. Pretty much, um, I have my little. I'm taking clients. You heard her. You heard it here first. But yeah, I'm taking clients. And uh, yeah, y'all, I just be trying to make it out here in these little Houston streets, y'all. That's it. <laughs> um, also, y'all, I will include a link to her nail page because she is in the Houston area. Well, the zip code is 77082. Yeah, if you are in the area visiting, mm-hmm. you know, go ahead and get your little Very affordable. Nails done. It is. She just started off, but I promise you, you're not going to be dissatisfied. She's supposed to do mine. But we ain't going to talk about that. We ain't going to talk about that. We ain't going to talk about that. We're supposed to be ready for this episode. You're right. You're right. We ain't going to talk about that. You're right. Okay. She never came, y'all. She never came. No, 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 no. She never did what she was supposed to do for me to come. Okay, okay, okay. That's what we got to have to talk about. Yeah. I didn't forget. self-love or yeah. that can hinder us from in our self-love process yeah so i said what what i'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> who better than the ask than my best friend because we bounce off each other as far as very conversations well. we always talk about this like i said before i had this podcast me and her used to have these conversations i was a self-love girl very much so girl. so yeah so we used to just be talking you know so um and giving advice and everything so yeah yeah, so give us a little background story of like what you've been through and Y'all, so turn on your headphones, come up to the screen, y'all, because this is gonna be I'm gonna try to make it small, but pretty much so I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I'd have been in some horrible relationships and I'd have been in some toxic, like verbally abusive, all types of shit. Anything that you can imagine I've been through. And pretty much what I can say about it, well, let me start with some of the things I encountered. So some of the things I encountered, verbal abuse, not really physical. Me and my ex-girlfriend used to fight on each other, but um, it don't matter if she's a female. It don't matter if, it don't matter just because she's not a nigga. You know what I'm saying? It, we used to fight on each other. It's not right, but we did. Um, what other traumas did I experience? Verbal, mental. Um, I feel like that stemmed from me, from me though. Like, like the trauma stemmed from you? Yeah, like I feel like the traumas came from me because what you, whatever you allow is going to happen. Point blank, period. At the end of the day, I don't care what nobody say. If you allow it, it's going to happen. So 
the traumas came from something that I pretty much figured, well, I feel like I'm still trying to figure out, but I feel like there's some things that I haven't disclosed about myself or really analyzed about myself, which is why I put up some, with some of the shit I put up with. Can I curse? Yeah. Oh, okay. Please, please. Which is why I put up with some of the shit I put up with, basically. I mean, hey, you want me to yeah, laugh? Sure. <laughs> this is something I was just thinking. You know, I yeah. told y'all my short-term memory is short. Um, but we can't, like, because you were saying that, you know, you allow people to do these things and that's where mm-hmm. your trauma stem from. But at the same time, you can't control these experiences, you know? Yeah. You can't control what people do to you. It's yeah. just how we react to those things that yeah. we are being put through. And speaking on when you say how you react, Okay, now let's not, I'm not trying to play the blame game with any of my exes or put put all of the problems on them. Yeah. But one thing about me, I'm a very patient person. I am a very loyal person to a fault sometimes. And I feel like when I love, I love very hard. And there's nothing wrong with loving hard. There's nothing wrong with putting your all into somebody when you feel like they are worth it. But at the end of the day, if you ain't dealing with what your demons are on the inside, you are willing to put up with shit that you just don't need to put up with. And I feel like that's what happened with me. And I feel like I never really had a break between any relationships that I was in, starting from high school. High school, nobody really working on themselves, let's be honest. When I was in high school, ain't nobody thinking about that. Like, I really think when you're about, <clears throat> like for me, mm-hmm. I mean, I ain't, like I said, I've never really just, my mental always been where it's at. But yeah. When I was 18, that's when I was like, okay, because I was in my, I was a freshman in college, and I was yeah. like, it's click, okay, I need, I'm, the, my personality, the who I want to be, it just, I have to reach it. So whatever yeah. experience, when somebody told me, you know, this ain't for you, okay, yeah. I thought about it. All right, let's move along. I made those changes. Yeah, but yeah. It, around 18, I definitely think that's when children, well, not children, because you're adult. Yeah, but I think that's when young adults start to think about. Um, they start questioning religion because I seen it a lot in college. People yeah. start questioning like their religion, trying to figure out their morals yeah. and beliefs. Yeah. That's when they trying to start figuring things out. Some people struggle with it because sometimes you think, okay, hmm, maybe I don't really believe in this, but yeah. I don't sit down and actually attack that idea and yeah. figure out why I don't believe in it. So what do I believe in? I feel like when you got like a lot of naysayers, and don't let me forget my point about going back to high school and relationships and stuff. But when it came to like what you just said, I feel like people don't realize that influences of other people come into come into your head. Yeah. It might not be your whole idea of a person. It might not be your whole idea of what's going on with that specific scenario. But I feel like if you influences, door, yeah, yeah, influences from different people, family, friends, it don't matter. That can play ahead in your. And then if you don't know yourself, think about it. You change it with the religion thing. Think about it. People start exploring their religion, trying to figure out what's going on. People ain't really understanding what the hell is really going on. They just know that they have a change of opinions and change of thought when it comes to certain things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people ain't really just analyzing shit like that. And, well, go ahead and finish what you're saying because I don't want to forget. Don't you forget what you're going to say. But what I was talking about, y'all, when I said people don't really know themselves in high school, now it's probably that 5% that do, but realistically coming from a real place, don't nobody know themselves in high school like that. We just trying to figure shit out as we go. And what I was saying was that being in relationships back to back straight from high school my first love i was with him for years in high school um we was on and off then um went to college met my ex-girlfriend i was with her for like until i left college and then we had these that's the one that was toxic what's up girl but you know it was real toxic and i mean it is what it is i was with her for almost three to four years you know what i'm saying came back to houston and just was still dealing with that person. It was just a lot. I've never had a break. And I had people in between, of course. 
but I just never had a break to just breathe. So it's like, how are you gonna sit here and analyze and get to know yourself and figure out what you like when you don't even have no breathing room? And I feel like that's what happened to me. That's what I'm trying to say. <clears throat> See, that's the perfect example of what I was stating in the very first episode. You know, yeah. you need those mental breaks. You need that time to breathe from somebody. If you always yeah. have somebody around or you always dealing with somebody you all you doing is investing in somebody else mm -hmm. and in, investing in another relationship yeah when you're not investing in yourself you're not getting to know who nice is or mm -hmm. who who i am you know you don't give yourself that time yeah but i know you were saying something about influences um like people have the opinions and if you keep getting that in like if you have a weak mind or if you are like struggling in some type of aspect in your life it might not even be just your mental it could be you going through depression it could be something with your anxiety but it's a lot of stuff that happens that can that can affect your mental mm -hmm. or can affect you as a person so if you if you don't have a strong enough mental to just block out certain things that, and you could be asking for advice you can be wanting to have a different outlook on something but you still need to stand firm on what you believe in too mm -hmm. you need to stand firm on what you think because at the end of the day you got to deal with whatever scenario you in can't nobody deal my best friend can give me all the advice in the world about a scenario about what she think that's toxic to me she when if you not ready to leave what somebody else tell you just not gonna matter that's facts so it's just not that's why i stopped telling it not just you but yeah. everybody. <laughs> like i had to learn that yeah. too because it, it being the person that's always getting the information from somebody else mm -hmm. it, it starts to like mentally drain you too though but it's like you can't sit here and keep telling somebody you need to do this because mm -hmm. They gonna do what they want at the end of the day. They have to be ready. They have to be mentally prepared. They have to be mentally there. Everything has to go together. The heart, everything, everything, your emotions, all that has to agree with each other. And then you can like proceed and do that. But I was saying that goes back to when I said the last episode, of the first part of the Trump episode, when I was like the tree, the whole tree situation. Yeah. When whatever <clears throat> we allow in us, that determines how how we gonna flourish. Yeah. yeah, it yeah. becomes a part of you basically. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's pretty cool. No, okay, so, okay, uh, can I say this a little more? Okay, so y'all, this is something else that I think is important to understand. And I don't got this self-love thing down packed, so don't think that I'm coming at nobody that way because I'm literally still learning. I literally was being pushed and forced to learn myself. And that's just with this recent situation that has happened. I don't want to talk about it, but it's just, I feel like I was being forced to work on yourself on myself and then when you are pushed to be isolated y'all do not take that as a i'm alone type of deal or don't take that i don't know what y'all believe so i don't know who y'all believe in but if you're spiritual if you're religious just know when you are in a period of isolation just know that that's something that's supposed to help you go to the next step people that you're not with no more might not even be in that space no more or they might be left behind but just realize that i feel like it's not a bad thing I it's just not to say, and I I used to struggle with being alone. I'm not even gonna lie. If you won't do it for yourself, something's gonna make you do it. Yeah, something's gonna make. Feel you like do I was forced. So to do you're it. gonna be sitting here trying to keep making something work, and or keep doing something, and it's like you know, well, you probably don't even know, but you probably still just in that situation. Like we can make this work, we can do this, but no, it's time for you to be alone. So something can happen and make that person or make that thing be removed from your life. So you do isolate yourself to get that isolation that you need because you do need to learn yourself mm -hmm. who gonna know you better than yourself that's true i got a question for you though what okay y'all so this is what I, I i don't idolize my best friend but i look up to her in the aspect of self-love and she know that i tell her that all the time but my question to you is you know how you exude this positive energy when it comes to self-love and everything 
what about people that ain't where you at? And I know you talked about this in your other episode, but it's just like, what about people that are not where you at and they are really struggling mm -hmm. like to, they they get positive influences. They get all of these things that are, that they trying to change their mental about. But I feel like if you don't put like that push towards it, it's gonna hinder you. But I feel like for you, I feel like you just kind of mastered it. Like, I don't know what made you want to be like, I'm not taking it. And it ain't even that you're not taking the BS, but it's just like, that's just how it come across all the time. So what what advice can you give to somebody that is just like, not where you at, just yeah. at all? See, this is why I, did, I was doing this episode, because I really think that you need to face what you've been through mm -hmm. in order to move anywhere. You have to start from the very bottom. Yeah. The very bottom, because like I said, there are people there that they're not where I'm at, or they're not even where you at, because yeah. you just started, but yeah. at least you started. Yeah. It's probably yeah. somebody still trying to figure it out. Like I said, you continue to look at like daily quotes and everything. That's cool. But that's only like a band-aid, like a temporary band-aid. If I look at this quote and give me some inspiration, then what happens when I that doesn't exist anymore? Or like I'm alone. Yep. What happens at night? Yep. That's what I that's what I'm I was doing. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna need that same inspirational quote to keep yeah. me going. No, you need to face something is going on. Yeah. I don't know what it is. You probably don't know what it is, yeah. but you need to sit down and be like, what the hell is going on? Like So when they have those random spats, I'm gonna use me exact me and your example. You know I've been through some shit. So recent situation we're gonna talk about it, but recent situation if i'm alone and i have random thoughts and i'm just like well what did i do or why did this not work you know people question themselves when they feel like that alone yeah, no fact let me say this my last situation because i was in a relationship for like three years mm -hmm. and it was not a bad relationship it was pretty it was a great relationship because we yeah. were thinking about getting married and everything yeah but it was something that just couldn't you know work work yeah. yeah it was something that it was just like okay something that you have that i cannot deal with basically yeah so <clears throat> but i had some time too yeah that was like my very first heartbreak because that i you yeah. know yeah but yeah that was my very <laughs> part of the house can't part of the house no dead ass she really is you don't love shit no but um <laughs> i thought y'all laughed so but uh but yeah, it was my first heartbreak, so it was my first time going through that, detoxing that. So I had to sit down and analyze. I had to sit down and be like, weigh my option. Why it didn't work? Mm -hmm. But the more I sat there for a week by myself, if I, whatever I had to do, I had to cry. If I had to just sit there, whatever it was, I let it happen organically. Like, I mean, so I could detox that out so I can heal. Mm -hmm. So when it was time for me to get in my next relationship, I was ready for the person I was supposed to be with. Mm -hmm. But it's okay to do that. Have yeah. those random spats and be like, well, why didn't work out? Why? Because I was like that too. Like, why didn't work out? It was nothing wrong. It was yeah. perfect. Why didn't work out? But that one thing was that little cherry on top that mm -hmm. needed to happen. Yeah. So I analyzed everything why it didn't happen. And once I finished analyzing everything throughout that first week, I was like, okay, this is why it didn't work out. It gave me some sense of comfort. Yeah. You need to do that. Yeah. So you can get that sense of comfort yeah. and you can start your healing process. But back to what you say, like what advice like I would uh give somebody or like why how did I start basically? Yeah. I just feel like when people are alone I don't know. I feel like my first my first um encounter like with like my real relationship with a male, yeah, I was like in a situation where well you know situation mm -hmm. but y'all know yeah. but like i wanted to be with somebody we, we so quote unquote wanted to make it work but he was a hoe and so <laughs> he just couldn't cap off them ways and like be you know 
real with me, even if he did want to be with me, because I think he genuinely wanted to be with me. At yeah, the time. but he just was himself. Yeah, and he couldn't change that, which is okay. It's fine, Danny. No bad blood here. Like he's still yeah. cool, and I can actually have an organic conversation with him outside mm -hmm. of all of that. Yeah. But to go to say like I was in that situation and I had became one of the girls instead of being the girl like yeah. he was trying to be with after i had did all of that because that was my first real encounter like with a male yeah. and i was what 19. so um yeah i just was like okay i was content with myself because i was like i'm gonna do this because i want to do it i've never been like i want to mess with this dude even though he doing me bad because i want to be with him it's not that i made the decision oh, i know what's going on and I want to be a part of this. Like, I know we're not going to be in a relationship, but I'm going to get what I want out yeah. of this situation yeah. since I'm here. About you. you yeah. About you. It was about me. Yeah. Like, I didn't really care about making him happy because it didn't yeah. have nothing to do with him. Yeah. But it was one time I had a male best friend and we were sitting out because they're actually really good friends. Mm -hmm. And he told me, he was like, bro, I'm not even talking down on my friend. Like, he didn't do that at all. He mm -hmm. basically was like, you are better than this. And you actually, uh... Um, like a girl that's really a really good girl like that's what i mean by influences like yeah. this is a positive influence yeah. but i'm saying you see how he just he just he went ahead he just he went ahead and pushed her through the door but it, it really like you said yeah. you can tell me all day yeah it was my decision yeah. but it only took that one time for him to say yeah. you are not one of the girls you that girl so i sat down on her and i was like bro I'm not gonna. I'm not settling. Yeah, because yeah. I know my worth. I knew it while I was doing it. I was doing it because this is what I wanted to do, and I knew the situation. I was like, I might as well just get what I'm getting out of it because mm -hmm. this is what it is at this point. Until I find somebody, but then I was like, he right. Like he really. Even if I did say I'm okay with this, I'm settling. I was settling. Yeah. It was like a mental thing for me. It's always been a mental thing for me. I don't know. I'm not really an emotional type. Of person. I am very emotional, yeah, so that's why that's I'm asking why. because yeah. it's hard. For me, when I feel like if I love on you, I love on you. Yeah. Like it's like I can't let you go yeah. type of deal. And that's not bad, but yeah. it's not good. Because yeah. at the end of the day, when well, that's shit pop off, like, you end up being hurt. Yeah. That's why it's like caring about people can be a strength. But you need to find out when that strength becomes a weakness and what can you do to stop yourself when you know you're at that point. The weakness, that's why you need to know yourself. The weakness is, and that's the thing. Ask my best friend, y'all, and no, 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 no bullshit. I can tell you some of my traits that are bad or that put me at a default all the time and why I've been in past situations. And the thing is, I can give you a list of it, but it's just like when you are a person that think with your heart and you think with emotions, you don't always be put in the best situations. So it's, me, hard to tap it's out very hard to tap out of dealing with your, that's your natural that's your natural state. state. Yeah. Yes, that's how you are at hand. And speaking of natural state, let's talk about childhood trauma and like how things from your childhood can make you feel away in your adulthood and linger into your adulthood. I think that's something that we should talk about. I think that's important. Before we go into that, because mm -hmm. that's going to be the next thing. But mm -hmm. before we go into that, the advice I would get them basically mm -hmm. is to face your traumas. You do need to build your mental capacity mm -hmm. because it is a mental thing. Your heart can say one thing all day, but your mind... 90% of the time, your mind going to tell you what you need to do. Yeah. And then your heart going to want something else. But it's like, bro, if you feel in your gut, this is like, bro. I, I have strong intuition, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, when shit going on, I know. Yeah. And I she call knew. it out. And I call it out. Every situation I've ever been in, I know when shit going but on. I feel like that you should know that when you have a... Because I don't care what nobody said. When you 
lay down with somebody or you deal with somebody. All they demons yeah. in your house. You have them. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all kind of got some soul ties. I don't care what nobody say. I know men be like, we ain't got soul ties. We can talk about this. I feel like with niggas, and me and my mom was just talking about some so sorry best friend. <laughs> I feel like with niggas, I got to say it because I'm a mental. With niggas, I don't care what fantasy or what ideology, and this is not every nigga, but most niggas, they can think with their penis and be fine. Yeah. No, that's true. That's fact. But it's definitely true. It's a mindset thing. Everything, I don't care nobody say, I think everything is a mind thing. Mm -hmm. It depends how strong your mental is. But you gotta want to be like, okay, I need to come up out of this. It's it's fine to be starting from the bottom, but you need to be like, I want to change. I want to do something different. I don't want to be stuck like this. I don't want to keep feeling like I'm stuck mm -hmm. or I need to look at Instagram or Facebook, whatever you look at and get this inspiration motivation. You need to be your own motivation That's to get true. out of there. And then you'll be able to face those things to proceed to start your self-love journey. I'm telling y'all. <laughs> I'm telling y'all. Bro, I don't know, best friend. Like you I, are living proof. I am a living proof. I'm telling you, my best friend is my right-hand man. Like, Bottom therapist, y'all. Yeah, she's my bitch. Who paid for a therapist? Who paid for a therapist? Yeah. I got my best friend. <laughs> like, that, that's actual therapy. No, y'all, I'm telling y'all, I done been through some shit. We and it's like, though, so. we both loony. We both are loony. But I, it's, yeah, we bounce good off each other. But yeah. the whole point, y'all, real shit, is that I feel like you need to know you. Yeah. And the thing is, that's something that I was struggling with. Kind of still am. I'm still learning. It's not a destination, like I said. It's yeah. a journey. You're going to always need to learn yourself. You're yeah. never going to know yourself 100%. Yeah. Like, that's what I need to let y'all know. You're never going to know yourself 100%. I'm here, and I still I still got stuff I got to figure out. And like I said, the last episode, every age, you're going to be faced with something different. Something, yeah. And every age, you're going to be a different person. Yeah. You mature over time. Some yeah. things don't be different. Something you accepted back then, or you cope with like back then, it ain't gonna work now. Exactly. It's just not. Mm -hmm. You gotta change up every every time. You gotta change up. Can't I think it's up. about growth and elevation. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta and you gotta want these things. If you don't want them, it's not gonna happen. Also, you can't just want it and not put no action behind it. If you ain't put no action behind it, that shit not gonna happen. Mm -hmm. You can think about it all day long because that's where I was at for a long time. Mm -hmm. This little recent situation that happened to me just made me. It just punched me in the good and just made me like say, bitch. Just get it together. You gotta go. Yeah, you, you gotta get it together. And yeah. if you you can want it all day long and say, I won't, I won't, I won't. But if you ain't making no steps towards it, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. That's, that's true. true. Now, I'm what you were talking about as far as like childhood traumas. Mm -hmm. um, that's where I was like, the attachment, the whole attachment styles come into play because however we were treated or whatever influences we got as children, mm -hmm. that does play a part. Play a big, big part yeah. in our adult relationship or how we are, our personality with other people. But, um, such as like, like we said, like a loss of, well, I don't know if we said it, but yeah. a loss of a, a loved pick, one. A, yeah, a loved yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we both lost our dad at yeah. like a young age. I was eight and I was like fourth grade. Fourth so grade. I don't know yeah. what age that was. Yeah, it was a while back, you know, you like, girl. We ain't that old, but yeah. But I was just saying like, I feel like if you don't, okay, I'm going to use an example. We got time? Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Example, hypothetically. And if you guys, if you guys can relate to something like this, put it in the comments. Spam my best friend comments right now. But y'all, I feel like some stuff that I encountered when I was younger that I ain't never felt like I needed to deal with. For example, I feel like I suffer from abandonment. Yeah. My parents were in my life. My mama was in my life. My daddy was in my life until he passed away. And then my mama had to do things on her own. But I feel like 
I feel like I, I'm the middle child. So I feel like I always was like the last resort. I was never priority. I have an older sister and a younger brother. So I feel like, I, I, okay, I'm gonna give you an example. We all played sports. I, the only thing I did was, was uh, cheer. And I didn't even want to do that. But my, my sister, she was like a major at or whatever. And that's something that I really wanted to do. And I feel like when I wanted to do it, I brought it to my mom's attention. She was just like, you know, let your sister do it. She'll see her in high school, you know, with, with the woo. Put me on the back burner. So I had to do cheer, and I didn't even want to do cheer. That wasn't even something I was interested in. I was interested in popping that ass. But I was mad because she made me do something I didn't want to do. So I had resented her for a little bit. Then I used to talk to girls back in the day. Mama, I love you. We like this now, but this is just something that just really happened. Back in the day, when I was talking to girls, my, I started talking to girls in seventh grade. I was like really heavy with talking to girls. I was not having sex with niggas, no, none of that. And my mom, my school was real small, prep was small. Everybody knew yeah. everybody. Our parents was involved in the school, so they knew everybody. So it got word, got back to my mama that I was dealing with a girl. And she used to throw these subliminals at me. Like, it was just, it was daunting. Yeah, and I feel like when I say abandonment, I feel like, that she wasn't abandoning me like go stay go somewhere else like don't be here like, like that she wasn't kicking me out but i feel like she just like she didn't try to understand me yeah she didn't try to ask me questions to see why i was that way she didn't try to figure out what the problem was which being gay or bisexual was not a problem i just feel like you need to have open communication with your kids if you feel like you're against it understand them try to figure out what the root of the problem is yeah or root of the problem yeah but, but it's something they can't help yes and, yeah. and when you're younger like that you're still exploring yourself yeah, yeah. and i feel like you're when i yeah and that's why I, say, I feel like that's a childhood trauma that i went through because i never talked about it with my mama i never talked about it with anybody besides my grandma but i just feel like that's something that bothers me because me and my mom are close now but we used we, it took a long time to get there a long time me and my mama used to go at it and charity no so it's just like, I feel yeah, like that's something. Yeah, I suffered with that because it was like, why you couldn't just ask me questions? And she would pull my hair and ask me like, why? Uh, and I we, we passed this point, so she's fine if I tell you this. But she would pull my hair when she was doing my hair. Like, doing my hair. I don't want no gay children. I as you hear me. I was just like, damn. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, why are you on my dick like that? See, <clears throat> and that, see, now that I hear everything over again, it's yeah. like, I see why you act how you act yeah. in relationships. Yeah. Like, you do yeah. have really, even with friendship, like our best friend, at one point in time, she was very overprotective. Yeah. But I, back then, it was like, I just brushed it under the rug. Yeah. Like, okay. anyway, <laughs> I just started remembering shit. I'm over here getting hot. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, I just brushed it under the rug. Yeah. But it's like, you don't, you fight so hard because mm -hmm. you don't want to be abandoned. Yeah. You all your own because yes. you don't want to go through the same thing yes and i feel like that's why i'm the person i am today i yeah. love real hard and i feel like like i said my mama didn't treat me like she yeah. never like beat me or anything well okay i ain't gonna say she beat me but she i prepared it with you I, yeah she will reprimand me when i needed it yeah. but i feel like i don't know some uh, areas some areas it was just more, too much yeah. a little bit some areas i need a little bit more tenderness like yeah. a little bit more love unconditional unconditional love, love a little bit more talking unconditional love giving that to your child yeah uh, when they're young is very yeah. important that yeah. does help them when they get over it make them more secure mm -hmm. and that's why when i was talking about i forgot why i was about to uh talk about the attachment styles that i was talking about last episode yeah but basically like that's probably why you like got that that you girl oh i got the anxiety attachment style so like 
Um, it's basically like an overbearing of emotions because of how dedicated I am. Like my passion turns into exactly. Let me read it to yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> it's anxious or anxious preoccupied. Mm -hmm. So basically, these type of people have um, their significant fear of being abandoned, mm -hmm. need to be validated constantly, feels their partner rarely cares enough about them. And that, I do think sometimes you need you be needing like a little bit sure. Yeah, I be like, yeah. this your opinion, girl. Mm -hmm. But then I be like, yeah, you right. <laughs> right, best friend. Like, yeah. I got a right, best friend. Yeah. Uh huh. I mean, she doing? That's your opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Is that how you feel? Because yeah. sometimes I could be wrong. Like I said, it was sometimes with this last situation. Mm -hmm. You know, it's rude. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, for that nigga, for for that nigga. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was rude. And I was rude. Yeah. But hey, things happen. Things happen. Um. Awesome. You was basically saying with the situation some of the things that I brought to your attention. You said, "Oh yeah, yeah. I was basically like, yeah, because sometimes I didn't understand. I wouldn't know because I wasn't in the situation. Yeah, and I wasn't trying to be mean about that. Like, cause I remember I said that. I was yeah, a little rough with it. Yeah, but she was. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I was like, basically, like that's not my situation. I can't really say, you know, because it's not me in it. Because I mm -hmm. understand the whole intuitive thing because mm -hmm. I've been in that situation where I feel something in my gut mm -hmm. and I'd be like, go after it, and I'd be right too." But that's when you deal with somebody. Y'all got those soul ties. Yeah. I'm not in that soul tie. And I was on. dealing with this nigga for almost three years. In yeah. November, it would have been three so years. So, yeah, I had, like, yeah. the soul ties. Yeah. And you knew. I knew him. Was. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's like, yeah. I was like, I may be thinking, no. No, that can't be true. You know? Mm -hmm. Of course, I'm rooting. But I still think logically. I don't, even, I don't care if I'm rooting for you or not. I'm yeah. still going to think logically, like, about the situation. Yeah. But it's just like, like I said, I, I'm not in You're that. not in the situation. Yeah, so, I was so, like, yeah. I couldn't really... Validate, but I was like at the same time, I'm like, bro, you need to start validating your own mm -hmm. opinions. Be comfortable with your own and be situations. comfortable with what you know. Become not even just in the aspect of relationship, y'all. I'm talking about real life. If you feel like, and that's the thing about intuition and goods, I'm telling y'all, follow that shit. That should be 99.9% true. All right, I'll take it, man. That's a lot of percentage. It'd be 90% true. Your gut be 90% true. But also, see, with me, if you are an overthinker and you have fear of certain things, your mind could play tricks on you. But I'm so... I remember what you told me on June 28th. I remember what you told me on June 12th. So it's kind of like... She do know I, I remember dates. I remember what you said, um, times, all that. And it's because that's only when it's somebody I give a fuck about. You know what I'm saying? If it's a stranger on the street, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But people that I love and that I hold near and dear to me, and that's why I said I knew that abandonment played a part in my childhood trauma because it stemmed like, from there. I feel like you just be trying to... I still feel like that, though. You try to get... You try to figure something out before mm -hmm. it even happens. Sometimes... Yeah. You gotta just let shit happen. Yeah. Because it's not healthy for you. Yeah, because I've been working. Yeah, yeah, and I'd be like, just yeah. let it happen. If a motherfucker wanna do what they wanna do, okay, I'm gonna find out. And when I do, like I said, bye. Yeah. But like, you can't just be letting that stuff make you like sick. Sick. Yeah. And that's what she just said. Like, uh uh, nothing. Yeah, fine to yeah. face your problems. Yeah. It is. But you're gonna have to go about it another way. Yeah. Like I said, like y'all don't want to be in no hospital and shit. No, yeah, no, that's not what we're trying to do. Yeah, no, stress no, no. do that to you. It do stress, do but that we're not trying to get that far. We're yeah. trying to attack it before we get to the part where we gotta go be put in the hospital and all mm -hmm. that. Because that's not what you're trying to do. You're trying to face your problems so you can get over it. Whether that's, whether it's forgiving something that happened to in your past, forgiving yourself for allowing yourself to be in this position to let somebody do that to you. But it's like some things you can't. 
control. It just it just happened. Can we talk about forgiveness and trauma? I know you're gonna do so y'all don't think, but with the for, I feel like with the trauma that you experienced through childhood, you have to forgive whoever did it to you. That's because if you don't forgive whoever did well, it to that you, that comes with the whole facing yeah. the whole trauma. Yeah. That's that's what I mean. Like facing it, you yeah. facing your truth. This yeah. is this is what happened to me. Yeah, I hate that it happened to me. Yeah. this is how I reacted back then. But I'm trying to. Something just happened that triggered that same memory, and I'm reacting the same way, and it didn't turn out right. Not that means I need to change my coping mechanisms. I need yeah. to change how I deal with this type of thing. But it's definitely facing your your problems, forgiving it, forgiving anything that happened to you, forgiving yourself. True. Because I mean, you can't be like, dang, I like, say this could have went this way if I would have did this or this should have would have could have. Yeah. It ain't happening. We yeah. in the present now. Yeah. It happened. You got to let it go. It's like thinking of an embarrassing, embarrassing moment. I remember when I was a child and I used to do the little baton trailing. Yeah. And I was uh, uh, performing in front of the whole school and my underwear was showing. And the whole school laughed at me. But I, I kept dancing. That. I did because it was embarrassing. You was know, right there? Yeah, everybody was there. Yeah, we were was young. Yeah. But it was just the principle. Like, that's something that stuck with me my whole life. Yeah. And I'm 24 now. And I'm like, that what happened to fuck? me when I was yeah. like, what the middle fuck? school. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But, like, every time I think about it, I be like, and what about it? Mm-hmm. Where the people at now? They probably don't well, even have we ain't going to yeah. do that. But they I probably ain't. Yeah. Y'all ain't what she at. Yeah. So, it's like, I'm like whatever yeah. but it's just like facing it can be so small as that but still face your shit. you know what i realized it's hard to look at that person in the mirror like, and I'm t- when i'm talking about that person i'm talking about you because i had to look at myself in the mirror and i was just like bro you better than this shit like I, and see that's the thing that's if you gotta cry it out when you in that mirror just do it because i yeah. that's what happened to me recently i was looking at myself in the mirror and i'm like bro bitch why are you why did you deal with this this long why did you let this shit fester up? Now look at you, an emotional wreck, because you ain't dealt with shit. Well, that's why we go back, analyze that person, and then, like, next we won't be doing that. That's what, that's what I mean by changing your coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. You analyze the situation, see where it went wrong. Now you know what not what to not do to and do. what to yeah. do, what to take. Like you said, you sat down and went over quality. I did the same thing. Did I tell you that? You did not tell me that, bitch. That's crazy. Yeah. After that situation, I sat down and I said, what I wanted qualities in a man that I want. Oh, to I told you that. I did that today. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. But I said, did I tell you what I did? It like no. that then? I, I probably did. Yeah, you probably did. But anyway. She I deal with that. shit on her own. She don't like telling people shit. It's hard to get a fucking sick Because if they keep putting stuff in my head, that's more that I gotta think about. Mm-hmm. That that's not what I want. I want to process my thoughts because that's time to myself, so I can get through whatever I just went through. Yeah. I can understand my own emotions. We're not saying you can't vent to your friends and shit. No, like, that's not yeah. what I'm saying. But, but like, she said she had to process this. She shit. can sit here and tell me every day that it's gonna be all right. But and if you don't believe that shit. Yeah, me <laughs> telling you that it's like I said, a little temporary band Yeah, me sitting here said, "Girl, it's gonna be all right. You're gonna be fine." And I'm sitting there looking like, "Why are you lying to me?" Exactly. Yes. You don't know it's gonna be all right. Yeah. Why are you lying? Uh, to why me? are you telling yeah. me? And then I'm like, "Okay, you're right." Yeah. And then when I when I hang up the phone with her, all right, she got not in my face, and I'm by myself. I still like, gotta face it. I'm be like, exactly. Yeah. You have to face your yeah. truth. That's your truth. You have to sit there and be like, "Dang, I'm really am hurt." Yeah. And I, I feel don't know, like shit. I don't know what to do. I feel depressed as fuck. I'm sad in the bitch. My nerves are trembling through the motherfucking room. Yeah. I can't fucking eat. Like, I'm telling you, bro, I'm telling you, she yeah. right. I didn't have moments like 
woke up crying. It's been like that. Heartbreak is heartbreak, especially with your first or whatever. It don't matter. First, second, third, first. When you love, when you love, and it's real, yeah, that shit hurts. That, it hurts. Mm-hmm. So it's like, bro, but you gotta process all of that. If you don't process all of that, you just sweep it under the rug. It's going to come back. It's going to come back. I don't care what nobody say. It's going to come back later on. And you a last shout at people that ain't did shit to you. I promise you. Well, that goes in to go with my questions. I was gonna ask you. Okay, girl. Sorry, I want to look. I want to look. Okay. So, as far as the what can we name this person? I was gonna say her name. I'm so sorry. Recent, recent person? No, 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 no. Uh, before that, we not talking about that. You said you want before that person. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know he talking about. Go ahead. Uh, me and call her Emma. Okay. All right. So Emma K. With Emma K. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when did you decide basically enough was enough with her? When I feel like I I didn't have. Okay, so a lot of toxic shit was happening before that, of course, you know, when we was in college, all types of shit. I, okay, let me talk about this. When we was in college, I feel like I didn't leave that soon because, of course, we stayed with each other. I was emotionally attached, and that was the only person that I knew. Like, I could have had any nigga on college, could have had any bitch in college, but I knew that person. I was familiar with that person, so I wasn't ready to let it go yet. But uh, when I made it back to Houston and... Emma K don't stay in Houston, but Emma K stayed like an hour and a half away from me. It was convenient. It was convenient, yeah. yeah. So, when I got back to Houston, it was just like, and I wasn't dealing with nobody. It was just like, I'm just tired of feeling sick. I'm tired of feeling like, I feel like I'm just drained. Like, it just, and I felt that way in college, but I feel like. When I got home, yeah, when I was alone, that's probably why. When I got home, it was just so tiring, y'all. I'm telling you, I used to be at work, going to the back, the bathroom, going to talk to her and yell at her, um, leaving work early because I'm that frustrated. Like, I just felt like I just had so much flustering in my stomach. I just feel like I was not, I I feel like I was not healthy. Yeah. Yeah, that goes to say, though, like, from the last uh, episode, too, I was talking about how we... It was called something, I don't remember, let me go back, y'all, because I haven't got, it was called trauma reenactment. Mm-hmm. We go back to what's like, either we reinforce it, mm-hmm. or we go back to what we are familiar with, yeah. because it makes us comfortable, yeah. or we're trying to quote unquote face our fears, yeah. but most of the time it's basically because it's what makes us comfortable. Yeah. We have to break that cycle. It don't matter what makes us comfortable. Learn how to be uncomfortable. Yeah. It's okay to be uncomfortable. And y'all, that relationship lasted for almost four years. That yeah. shit should have been done. Like, yeah. it should have been And right it there. definitely did show. It showed. Yeah, I started you. looking sick, yeah. y'all. I started losing weight. Shit like that. Yeah, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie, lie, y'all. That's how I'm telling you. And it was got to the point. I was like, bro, I don't like this bitch. I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't like it, but yeah. I'm over it now. Like, yeah. ain't no bad blood Ain't no bad blood now. Yeah. Yeah. watch yeah. it, but she probably not. Yeah, that's why I'm watching. Yeah, but it's okay. That's my dog now. Like it ain't no bad yeah, blood. Yeah, cause I have a good friendship. Yeah, we have like I think we were supposed to be friends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like me and Emma K were things supposed happen. to things happen. But I feel like together it was so toxic. Like I even cried to my mama about the girl, y'all. And when I cried to my mom about the girl, my mama was like, I understand how you feel, but she was like, I still like her as a person. And I was just looking at her like. I'm over here snot, y'all. I'm talking about losing weight, feeling all sick and shit. And my mama was just like, she was consoling me, but she was like, I still like her as a person. And I just was like, okay. Alright, whatever. Hello, <laughs> child. Anyway. Uh, child. Anyway, so, but you know, she is a good person, though. She is. Yeah. I as, a, as, a as a friend. As a friend, yeah, as a friend though. I, I yeah. respect it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I do now, though. Like, 
like yeah. told you, I really did. Yeah. Like, even when y'all had that little issue, mm-hmm. I wasn't happy that y'all was a diverse. I, yeah. made, I made a little improvement. Yeah, she has made some improvement. Because I used to be, I told y'all, I want a bad friend. I was just really, really mean. But I even help her with her relationships and shit. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, we. Y'all have a good friend. Yeah, yeah, she know about my past relationship and all that, y'all. For so. That goes to say, why? Well, you said you answered it basically. Why mm-hmm. you waited so long because mm-hmm. you was familiar? Familiar, but, scared, didn't want to learn myself. I didn't want to face. What you thought was going to happen? Like, what was going through your mind? You know, when you're scared to lose somebody and you feel like it's really supposed to be. And I ain't going to even say I necessarily feel like me and her was meant to be. But I feel like I was familiar. I was scared to just walk away. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but like. Cause that's I deserved I more, yeah. but I didn't know I deserved more. Oh, okay. I didn't treat so myself didn't like your, I deserved more. I was enough. tolerating bullshit yeah. that I didn't even need to tolerate. Because that's something that I personally be like. That's why why you there? Yeah. This, that's why I make yeah. this podcast. So like I said, it's for both of us to learn because I'm like, I don't be understanding why people stay. Because mm-hmm. Maybe because I haven't been in that situation. But I won't and that's why I was telling her, I situation. feel like since my best friend, she's so like hard on the hoe. And I feel like. I feel like she kind of like don't show a lot of emotions. So even if she do feel a way about you, she might not even say it. You'll see it on my face. You'll see it on her face, or if you really know her, you know she fuck with you. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like she, she could love you, but she can leave you. Definitely. I love, but I love, and I try, and I try, and I try, and I try. Era, that's what fucked me up. Era, 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 yeah, like, girl, yeah. delete, delete. Yeah. delete. <laughs> <laughs> Just someone out there. I can make myself happy, but there's somebody out there for me. Like I don't have to sit here. Yeah, I know that queen. I, I found them though, but it's okay. She found. She found. Happy I'm the real VP behind that though. You know what I'm saying? Big up, big up, bravos outside. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> what I was gonna say? Was, <laughs> I was happy back then, yeah. but. It was like that always, you know, that one thing. Yeah. But I don't know y'all if y'all seen that Be Small, uh, I don't even know what podcast that was. I forgot. I don't even know either. Um, I don't watch it. The one on YouTube. When she, not her actual podcast. Oh, she was on somebody's podcast. Remember the one? Oh, but she, yeah, yeah, I watched the channel. But she was basically it. saying, because I know how I am with my self-love thing, but mm-hmm. I was in a point. She had made a statement. She was like, she was with somebody for maybe, uh, I guess, a year or so. Yeah. And it was something about him or something that was going on that she could not settle for. It was just that one thing. And, and she, she said he was a perfect yeah. guy. He wasn't did cheat or nothing like that. I think that's what she said. I think that's what she said too. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he cheated. He didn't cheat. Yeah, she didn't say nothing about cheating. It was something that he... It was, was a quality on the list that, yeah, that he knocked off. He didn't check up. Yeah. And yeah. she left him no matter how much she loved him. And I was like, bro. And she said she fuck with dude heavy. Yeah, I was yeah. like, see this. This is, this is it. This is it. That's how you know you're there mm-hmm. and like there back then like uh and i'm not gonna say this like two three years ago like it ain't time go by fast it was like three years ago but it was just like let me tell y'all something can i say this don't forget go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead because you know i forgot damn I forgot already. okay i was about to say this 
when you know your worth, I feel like that shit is attractive as fuck. Yeah. And I feel like people respect you when yeah. you know your worth. Niggas don't give a fuck. Like, bitches don't give a fuck either. But I promise you, if you walk in your worth and you walk in what you're not willing to tolerate, people will respect the fuck out of you. Even if they don't want to deal with you. They know that they cannot do that to yeah. like they do to everybody else. Yeah. And they might not. Like you said, it's attractive. They might yeah. want to. They even might change. Or if they are. I'm might. telling y'all, I've been in this motherfucker writing all types of shit. I'm like, bro, I'm telling you, that shit so works. did you start your self-love journey? Okay, let me tell you. So, like, really start. I really, really start. Okay, I feel like I always open and stop, open and stop. Yeah. But really, really start. I feel like, let me hold on. I'm gonna be our exact date because cut me off. I feel like the first week of this July. So, I'm that's why I said I'm not far. I'm not far. I'm really not far. Well, you did the self evaluation. I did the self evaluation. I did it before the episode. Remember, because we was on. We had already talked. We had talked. Yeah. But when I say like, I'm still learning. I'm I'm like writing steps about like I wrote the okay. Let me tell you the list that I wrote recently about what I see in a, a man. I'm not ready for no relationship by far. I'm not. But you still to need to write. I now. still had to have a visual. Yeah. And I had to do a comparison list with my last situation, the, the good and the bad, and. You know, it ain't talking down on the situation, but it's just like, bro, some shit you need to see on paper. Some shit you got to see in front of you. Because if you don't see it in front of you and you feel like you know in your mental what you will and will not tolerate, it's, 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 it's just better. Mm-hmm. And affirmations and shit, too. That shit been working. That's good. You found a routine. Yeah. Okay. Then there was also another question I was asking. Mm-hmm. Do you regret staying too long with her? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't think I don't think I regret it. Not the whole situation, just staying too long. Oh, staying too long, yeah, but I don't regret the situation. That was pushing it too, so yeah. Yeah, I don't regret the situation, but I regret staying that long. I think each situation. She's the last time you was crying too long. I know that. I looked at the camera. I was like, we know already. People know. (laughs) We know. But um, yeah, I don't regret. Like I agree, I don't regret none of my situations, good or bad. Like it. You learn from everything. Mm-hmm. They definitely put some hair in your chest. They make you learn. We learn to move forward and not to revisit these type of situations. Yep. On, we don't. We don't learn and go back. That's not what we doing. I feel like when you fail the lesson, you gotta repeat it. Like that's what unfortunately that's what yeah. Happens. That's what happened to my most serious situation. Like Emma K. That was the situation. Then right after, well, it wasn't right after because we weren't even together for a long time. When I met this that recent person that I was living with for almost three years in November, we'll call Roger. We won't call him Roger G. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Roger G. Um, yeah. When I started dealing with Roger G, that's what I was gonna say. When I started dealing with Roger G, I was not even dealing with Emma K. But I still had baggage mentally. Wait, wait. We are gonna get there. Okay. 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 I'm about to say. I'm about to say. Let me go to that question. Okay. Because this is basically saying, like, how was that traumatic, basically? Mm-hmm. How was that relationship traumatic in far as, uh, as far as you bringing that into your... Mix? It was traumatic because I feel like at the beginning, Roger G was a good was a good person. But baggage from Emma K, and I was not sexually active with Emma K no more. I wasn't fucking Emma K or none of that. I just feel like I did not look at myself in the mirror and understand why I tolerated what I tolerated. And then it just dragged on to Roger G. So Roger G ended up getting the backlash of what Emma K left behind with me because I was still emotionally damaged in the head. I would have random spats 
random like irritation and he was such a sweet person at the beginning and i feel like he just wanted to love on me and i was not used to love so when he was trying to love on me i was like bro like, what the really, fuck uh, yeah it, i was like bro why are you what's up like you know what i'm saying i was scared because emma k had already damaged the fuck out of me so when roger g trying to show me all of this affection and love and this was way after i wasn't even dealing with emma k no more yeah. i still had shit that i did not even face and I'm the one that came on to Roger G. You know what I'm saying? I'm the one that wanted Roger G. But it just ended up fucking up the situation because... I think you didn't have time to decompress. Either. I didn't have time to decompress. You right. You you didn't deal with it. Yeah, yeah. I think you did have some time to yourself, but you didn't it deal with enough. it. It wasn't enough. Yeah. Well, you didn't deal with it at all. Like, yeah. You just was like, okay, well, we're going to move on. You was going at the flow. But like, yeah. those, like I said, as children, it's easier to be like, we're going to go with the flow. We're going to yeah. forget about it. But when it's grown-ups, it affects future shit. Yeah. And it affects you as a person. Yeah. And see, when I love as hard as I do, it's kind of like... He was trying to show me all the love. And the thing is, I didn't even announce to Roger G what Emma K had left behind to me mentally. Yeah. And it kind of was like, and like I told my best friend on plenty of occasions, it's not easy to tell somebody about the traumatic shit you have been through, especially when it's demeaning you as a person. Mm -hmm. It's hard to tell some Charity only knew because that's my best friend and she was on the phone. Charity was walking me through the shit because I was depressed. Mm -hmm. Do you understand me? I'm talking about skinny. Crying consistently. Yeah. It was so much you shit. Like Have you ever seen somebody look like death? My best friend was it's literally trying kid. to guide me through it. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, when somebody starts showing you love like that, that you feel like you deserve, it's hard, it's, to, embrace it's hard it. to embrace it because you are damaged as fuck. Yeah. You have to have real, real patience with yes. damage. And the thing is, that's why I say it was my, now, how the situation played out now, I don't give a fuck. But in the beginning, it was hard because I didn't announce to Roger G that I was hurting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Roger G didn't know. And I always regretted that. And I apologized about that because I feel like that's something that you should tell somebody that you're dealing with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't know how to deal with people that are like, it was like, it, I, bet, I feel like to Roger G, it could have came across as if I was bipolar or something. But I was really fighting my demons, like fighting them hoes. Like I was in a room fighting them hoes. So I don't, I don't think my situation is that deep, but I feel like, <clears throat> cause I mean, me and my current boyfriend, we, I feel like we did move fast, but it was organic. Mm -hmm. So I don't necessarily say it was moving fast because yeah. it was organic. It yeah. was, it was unconditional. So yeah. I just, it was like, okay, I'm going with the flow, but you still have to deal with that past baggage. Even if it was moving fast, it was mm -hmm. like, I did process everything, but still you have to deal with. I think my biggest issue is like I was over the person, but <clears throat> I didn't. It was hard because I've never been a person to love. Like mm -hmm. I don't. We are gonna talk about this again. I don't like that queasy ass shit. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah. But it's essential. When I say I love you, I really love you. Love you. Yeah. Like yeah. to the bottom, to the earth, the inner the earth and back. Like. Yeah. But I think my issue was when I had started talking to. Uh, <laughs> so when I uh, started talking, it was like allowing myself to drop the wall again and be vulnerable again, and that 
is what I struggle with the most because I was getting to the point where I was like, okay, I actually genuinely like have love for this person. I really care about this person. I really want to be with this person and, and if God says so, I want to spend the rest of my life. Yeah. That's how I was thinking then. Yeah. And so I was It was like, sincere. It was, yeah, real. It was sincere. Yeah. I was like, I was battling too, but it was like a mental thing for me. Yeah. Like I said, I don't talk about everything with my friends. I talk about them after the fact, after yeah. I've healed. And if I'm trying to like give them advice, that's when I talk about They're my sick. baggage. But like I do better when I deal with it myself. But I was battling with trying to like let those walls down because you have to let somebody love you. You can definitely mess up your situation. And I did not want to do that. So at home when I was by myself, I had to decompress again. If I had to cry all over again, I cried all over again. I had to get whatever it was out, just get it out so that I can be vulnerable with the person that. And I it's not an excuse, y'all. I'm not making no excuse for myself. <laughs> but I'm telling you the damn truth. I ain't never had to work on myself. So. It's hard. It's hard when yeah. you ain't never had to work on yourself and when you ain't got that self-worth that you need to have so that when you are in a relationship that you can provide the love that you give yourself to them, you to too. it'll be better. Yeah. But see, that's the thing. Emma K had tore me down. I tore Emma K down. For somebody who was already just... Yeah, I was already fucked off. Make it, yeah, yeah, I was fucked off. And then when I met Roger G, I was like, oh my fucking God. This I, is something I've never This is something I've never experienced. Like, never. Not even with my first love. And me and my first love was like this. But... Roger G, I don't know, and like I said, it ain't. I don't. I just feel like that situation could have been fixed. You know what I'm saying? With real, real, real hardcore communication. But I feel like when I made it to a point of realizing, oh shit, Nigel, chill. You know what I'm saying? He was already disconnecting. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, what you should never do to nobody, and I don't care what nobody say, what you should never do is if you disconnected from something, let that person go for real. Don't sit here and waddle in this whole I want to mess up you, you, you potentially happen yeah and you mess up people feeling <laughs> genuine love for you because you start doing dumb shit so it's like like I said I've been dealing I was dealing with Roger G for like almost three years in November we are no longer but I'm just saying just just make sure y'all heal yourself before and don't be scared like if you know that you mess with somebody genuine mm -hmm. <clears throat> after some time if y'all are confiding to each other or tell each other basically let them know like i'm a little like you gotta work with me because you cannot i did it mm -hmm. but yeah, i don't lie it was it was hell because i had to like let myself be vulnerable and i was struggling with my natural state i was mm -hmm. my natural stuff is like okay we're not vulnerable i was really like tish tosh with the relationship yeah but it was like bro you got she had faith guys she just had faith. Yeah, I did have faith. I was like, well, I want to be with this person. So Sai was persistent. He was very persistent. But I was like, I really want to be with this person. And what's crazy, y'all, we, when we first started talking, we weren't like, oh, we trying to get in a relationship because that yeah. was not where neither one was where we was at. We weren't even, we were just talking. Like, we was, you know, get your little friend or whatever. But yeah. I was like, damn, it's moving. And kind of like after two weeks, the conversation was just so... I was just like, yeah. It was deep. Yeah, it was like, bro, I feel like I knew him for a long time. A week felt like a month. Okay, I never just love I'm, I'm single. I'm single. Shit, shit, just go. But I guess what I'm going to say is, like, bro, don't, be, don't be scared to, like, if you know that you can confide in your person yeah. or whatever, don't be scared to let them know. Like, yeah. I'm a little, you gotta, I'm not ready to tell you. You ain't gotta tell them what you've been through, but you gotta be like, bro, I'm a little. Just damaged. be patient with and me. I, yeah, be patient with me. Yeah. I see where you, how you are, and I see 
who you are. Just be patient. And that's where I fucked up at because I could have said that. But I feel like I was so traumatized that I didn't even... I wanted to receive Roger G's love and stuff, but I was, like, hesitant. Because I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I used to be fighting on my ex. So you trying to fight? You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like... You know what I'm saying? No, I wasn't trying to fight on him, but I was yeah, saying, but it was like, like which it was, was familiar. It was, I was hesitant. Like, what's up? Wait, hold on. Even though I'm the one that wanted Roger G, I was just like, it was something you ain't deal with. Yeah. 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 So that goes to say that's some, some advice that you would give somebody like, yeah. uh, who was going through the situation. Yeah. As, 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 as well as you. Um, mm -hmm. It was something else I wanted to ask you. Let me see. I hate you so much. That was the only question you had for me? Yeah. That's crazy. I don't have like no real questions for you because I feel like. I know you. Yeah, we talk about stuff. Like <laughs> yeah, we talk about a lot of shit. So I'm like, ah, <laughs> she got a pretty journey on. Yeah, I do. It's for y'all. <laughs> the whole logistics of this whole conversation, y'all, is that y'all really, 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 really need to be patient with yourself and work on yourself, cause it shows. It shows, and then people around you just notice. Like sometimes you be hard. Sometimes you be hard to be around. That too, and tugging with yourself back and forth can be draining. Mm -hmm. If you haven't faced your truth, it's just like, dang. Uh, okay. Do you feel like people? That's what I'm gonna ask you. Do you feel like it's easier said than done when people be like working yourself, working yourself? Because I feel like yeah. with therapists, this is how I feel with therapists. I feel with therapists and people that are spiritual guides and people that are uh, influencers that are motivational. I feel like they tell you what they need to tell you. And, but I also feel like people don't there. tell you how to get there. Yeah. People don't tell you how to start from the ground. They yeah. tell you what you need to do. Work on yourself, girl. Go write down some affirmations, girl. Go do this, this, girl. Is, this is why I was making a big deal about traumas. I made this two-part episode because I'm like, it's some shit y'all dealing with that y'all not facing. And yeah. that, and you're probably sitting there like, well, how do I get there? How am I going yeah. to start? That's how you start. Yeah. You need yeah. to face your traumas. If you do not face your traumas and what you've been through, I don't give a fuck if it was from your childhood, when you was a little girl, a little boy. I don't care if it was a teenager in middle school. It don't matter. What so if they, when they face their traumas, what's the next step? Do, you, do they see some type of... I feel like once you face all of that, it's like you'll feel... You know when you did what you did. Yeah, you know exactly what yeah. you did, what yeah. you needed to do, because you'll feel it. Yeah. You're gonna feel like, oh my god, I can. I can breathe. breathe now. Yeah. That knot yeah. in my neck, that that headache or whatever is gone. Like that extra weight is gone. And once you feel like that, everything. Once you do that, everything starts flowing. Exactly, yeah. naturally. I don't have to. I can only get you there twenty five percent of the way. Okay, mm -hmm. everybody, anybody that give you these advice, advice yeah. these little quotes, anything, these podcasts, everything, we can only get you halfway there. Or like twenty five, we can't get you all the way there. Like I said, it's something that you have to want. You want everything else, so why don't you want that for yourself? Why you don't want to? Be on it. Like, why do you don't need us to tell you mm -hmm. how to like? Go ahead, come on. I yeah. gotta push you to get there. I can push you all day. I'm gonna be tired. Yeah. And that's another open. thing, y'all. So with my old relationship with Emma K, when I was been to my best friend all the time, all the time, all the time, and she would give me steps on what I needed to do. And that's why I say, if you're not willing to do the work, it's not gonna happen. It's not. She and was giving me advice. She was giving me advice, telling me what I need to do. And I feel like at some point she got tired because it's like, bitch, what are you gonna do? <laughs> so that's basically it's like I'm not responsible for you. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm here to help, but I can't. I even, give you the yeah. help you need. I'm telling you, but you gotta make that step. You mm -hmm. gotta put that foot out there. You cannot be scared. Continue to be scared to face 
what's going on. You can't be scared to not to be uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable all the time. I'm not like a social person, mm-hmm. and I'm doing stuff like this because it's something I, I want to do. I had yeah. to take that that like, put my foot out there and be like, I'm about to do it. Put your little toe in there. Test yeah. it out. It's okay. Test things out. It's okay to be more embarrassed about doing something. Okay, we're gonna get over it once we we jump over that hoop. We're yeah. gonna be just fine and dandy once we get there. We have to get there. Once you start the process and once you start facing everything you've been through, you'll allow yourself to continue to even flow again so you can do the self evaluation. What if they are um in a what if they are in the process and they're learning things about themselves and they figured out certain traumas? What if they make it to a point where it's like they get kind of discouraged or they get it's natural yeah what what do you do then if you get to a point where you just like oh shit i did not know i did not deal with my daddy touching me from back in the day not me i'm just using examples yeah but there i heard yeah. Like yeah, yeah 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 and a lot of times it's generational curse because we don't break that cycle we just yeah. go what we're familiar with yeah. we have to stop being familiar with things like i said you gotta learn how to be uncomfortable but yeah. what was your question my question was if they get to a halt like say oh, this isn't like, something yeah. what if i write down something on a paper that i notice is just like fuck i'm not ready yet yeah like for me for example my dad's death i feel like i have not faced that full fledged wholeheartedly because i was so young mm-hmm. so i feel like what if i got to a space and i was just like oh shit i have not dealt with this for real for real and i'm just like well you don't have to attack the problem all together yeah, yeah. Like, you just can't it yeah. just, it don't work like everything's that. a process. Yeah. So you can take a little bit by a little bit, start, you know. So if they get discouraged, what advice would you give them? Like when I'm discouraged, girl, I go sit down. forget about that moment are you being discouraged and yeah. once you get that sense of like um <clears throat> being able to get that release or looking and doing journaling whatever yeah. makes, makes you, you feel peace yeah, or at peace yeah. Yeah. yeah anything that makes you feel at peace then come back to the problem if you still feel like you kind of scared you can also i don't care what nobody say there's nothing wrong with seeking like psychological help or anything like that especially if you were touched by someone because yeah. i don't have no degree in that area yeah. so yeah. i don't know those type of I can't give you no advice yeah. about those. Because that's a little traumatic. domestic violence. Yeah. If you need to go talk to somebody who has been through the same thing you've been through, definitely seek some type of uh, help. Like, like they do in, um, for drinkers. Anonymous, uh, what they call them? Uh, AAA. Anonymous Christline. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know what she's talking about. AAA or AAA. AAU. No. Wow. No, it's three A's. Uh, anyway, it's like them. They have um, <laughs> other alcoholic people who have been where they've been. Mm-hmm. They go get to that person. Like when they in the little circles talking and shit. Yeah, but they have a person. I forgot what it's called. 
a mentor yeah. that they have that who was also in the group but has been there longer than them and been through everything they become somebody's mentor who is like struggling in that process yeah and they go to them and they get help same thing with domestic violence people like they talk to the group and they have somebody they actually go to and they sit down and they're able to have long conversations with them and mm-hmm. sit down a, like they say one-on-one time oh okay, okay. somebody like that like your little counselor yeah like a person basically yeah. but you don't got to pay nobody or go and talk to somebody who don't know what you're dealing with like mm-hmm. But like it's okay to get help if it's something deep like that because I think you still you do need some. And make sure you're comfortable with whoever is your mentor. Okay, it's like you ain't better talk to nobody if you ain't comfortable. But definitely do that if you are feeling discouraged or you're not you don't know how to go about battling those deep issues or deep traumas. Definitely yeah. go and talk to somebody that you trust and who has um, knowledge on that issue yeah. and who able to help you. Because sometimes you do gotta seek out some help. Big, but I ain't even that big, y'all. Yeah, it's the pants. <laughs> it's the oh, it's the camera. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, if you do feel like, nah, I'm just take a break, or if you need help, go find help. Do that. Either way, go. You're gonna have to come back and face that problem, though. Yeah. You're still gonna have to come back. It's gonna come back around, and then the next time it might be worse. Yep. And you might miss out on your blessing. Oh, cause I forgot I had to go to work today, y'all. Girl, this conversation got juicy. I'm telling y'all, that's how we be. But yeah, we just had these good conversations. (laughs) I think that's all, really, all the questions I had as far as like the uh, traumas and related things. But that that that, this is living proof on proof proof on how your past traumas, whether it's a little kid, like she said, as far as like your dad passing and the mm-hmm. with my mom mm-hmm. how, how that became like as far as she was scared of being abandoned and all the secrets that's that why was, I love so how all that yeah how mm-hmm. that plays and role in her her adulation. I'm still working on Isn't it crazy how that can just fuck up a whole lot of shit yeah mm-hmm. that's crazy the thing that we've been through can really do some big damage don't yeah. never stop working on yourself, though. I feel like that's where I'm at right now. It's, it's about me. I'm selfish right now. This is about Naeja. I don't want to deal with nobody. I don't want to. I do have a question. What? I'm going to leave y'all with this one. What? Oh, girl. What? Why, why it does it take for someone to drag us through the mud for us to really just be like, I need to work on myself? Why does that give us enough motivation to want to do better? Like, I feel like, to be honest, it ain't give me enough motivation. I feel like I was pushed into working on myself. And when I say that, that's I, what I'm saying. Why yeah. we have to be pushed into that? Why, that's why we question. can't do it on our own? Why we can't be like, maybe you should, maybe you should tell us why you can do it. Because did you always have a self esteem? Did you always have, that's what I'm saying? Like, See, it's, I feel like you've been like this since I've known you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I ain't even asking because it's my best friend. It's just real <laughs> shit. She just don't tolerate certain shit. Yeah. And that's a good trait to have. See, but with me, I feel like I just think with my heart. That's the problem. I think with my heart too much. Even though, like she said, your mind is mostly like 90% the, knowing what you Ooh, need to do. Yeah, but your heart, I, I'm, I'm a big lover. Yeah. And that's the problem. And there's nothing wrong with being a lover, but you need to put yourself first before you love other people because mm-hmm. people stump on shit like that. People mm-hmm. play with, people battle over like shit a, like a, that. A, a yeah. Now, I ain't naive by far. Now, she'll tell you that. Yeah. A bitch like me ain't naive by far. And I... When it's people I don't really give a fuck about, I'm like, okay, and? Yeah. But, but, I mean, that's fun to yeah. anybody. We don't yeah. care about you, so it's just But it, it, it goes in all aspects of life. But why is it so hard, best friend? I really can't tell you. I just feel like. Like I said, I just been like this all Yeah. It was just, I had my. Something got to shake some up in you or something. One relationship that I was like, probably like, okay, that's why my book, my, 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 my
can't say the name. Yeah. So like that's why he was like, okay, you need to, you need to find somebody else. Yeah. And that stuck with me. That shit crazy. It stuck yeah. with me all the way to now. He was like, you're better than this, so you need to go find somebody who's gonna treat you right. But stop being scared. That's the, that's my best advice because I'm living proof. Like I said, just stop being scared. Like. You you worthy of loving, you worthy of love, you worthy of having that life that you want. And this ain't even on no manifestation shit. This is on some real shit. Like, of course, manifestation and God and whatever you believe play a part in what, what your belief system is. But stop being scared and wondering what if. And that was my thing. I was always scared of the what if. What if I decide to walk away from this situation and I end up alone? What if I give all this love and I don't receive it back? What if, and then I feel like, you know, another thing, I'm going to tell y'all the truth. I feel like me loving so hard always solidified my spot in somebody's life. I feel like me loving so hard always, whoever I'm dealing with, know that Niaja love real hard. And I feel like that should be enough validation right there. And that's that validation shit. You don't need no validation from now, nigga, now, bitch. And that's why I say when you know inside of yourself and when you know you know what you bring to the table, all that shit about what people think don't even matter. Rather it's a spouse or not. That's facts. So that, that, that's all I can really it's just leave behind. Y'all with some advice. I would say, I feel like when you what you just said, people, what happens is, if you are dealing with somebody and you kind of like scared to leave, sometimes mm-hmm. they say things and it messes with your head and you're like, well, Manipulate the situation. Yeah, we mm-hmm. allow ourselves to be manipulated, even if the person' intentions are not to be manipulated. Yeah, or manipulated. We be like, yeah. okay, we feel angry about this situation. I'm mad. The moment we talk to that person and they say something, to calm it's me just down. like we all get wise and skittles. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, yeah, no. Bitch. And you trust in that Stop word. Stop letting yourself yeah. get distracted. That's. That's, That's a good word. Stop being distracted. If you let yourself get distracted and you like, okay, I want to leave this situation behind me, and you get distracted, it is so easy to fall back into and, the same fucking traits and let things go how they've been readily going. That's what happens. Through. It's the okay, domino like, effect. And right it's like, you go. know, okay, I need to go. Or maybe you don't know. But it's just like, you have to, you got to want it for yourself. I'm sorry. I got to cut you off and I got to be real. You know when you need to go. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. You can be in denial about know. it. No. You can be in denial. Okay, well, let's just talk about that 5% that don't know. I feel like more than likely you know when you need to go. Even if you have doubts in your head, you in denial about certain shit, you done brought certain well, shit. If you're watching this, you know, you know. You know you need yeah. to go. Yeah. And it ain't even saying that the person is a bad person. It's just that we not, people, on, we not aligning. Yeah. We not because aligning. That's why I said that. Like, some people don't know because I watched this long order episode and she really didn't know like yeah. she was being that manip- like manipulated not even yeah maybe. maybe so because she wasn't being toxic it was just like she was seeking love from other places yeah. and it's like that's why the love always starts with yourself yeah. you have to i don't care i'm always say that it starts with you if you don't love yourself i don't care if your i mama have, have a real daddy. testimony to that like yeah. i feel like this that's real shit yeah you gotta like love yourself first yeah. if you don't love yourself first you're not gonna get the right love that you need or you want you're gonna get what they want to give you you're gonna settle and that's where we we fall into that little bracket of we settling and it's it's normal to settle when you actually love somebody that's like it's, it, it is normal to do that setting <laughs> boundaries and setting healthy like things boundaries. that you not boundaries then I don't know how much time we got left, but this I'm gonna leave y'all we keep saying we're gonna leave y'all with this yeah but, but no like for real real shit 
You know how sometimes people go into a situation and say what they won't tolerate. So say for instance me. I know that I'm not going to deal with somebody that's married, got a kid, got baby mama drama. Like when you know what you know that you know and you make a list of what you know, don't don't bend on what you don't want because something sound good. Yeah. If you truly feel that in your heart that you don't want to deal with certain things, and, and I'm saying that because as, when you get in a relationship with people, shit change, shit develops, y'all go through trials, stuff happens. Yeah. So you are more likely to flex on what you want when you are in a situation if you don't have the proper love within yourself. Now, if you are hard on the home, you say, nah, nigga, you cheated by the divorce, then that's cool. That's great. But I'm saying realistically, some people change their values and what they're willing to tolerate when they're in a situation. That's true. So that's definitely true. Just weigh out your options. If I had anything, to be real about that shit. If, you, if anything, sit down and write the pros and cons cons yeah. of the situation you're in. If the cons outweighs the good, I don't care if you you did the list already. I don't care if you be like, well, you trying to make yourself settle. It's gonna come back and keep eating on you until you deal with the situation. So go ahead and make that list because that's gonna that's what's gonna make you be like push you push you into okay. yeah. Now it's I gotta push I gotta do it. So go mm -hmm. ahead and make that list if you are with somebody. Are you in a situation? Make that list of the pros and cons of what that person provides you. I am not talking about things. I have to let this be known because I'm sick and tired of people <laughs> praising motherfuckers of yeah. shit they supposed to do. You're yeah. supposed to be loyal. I'm not praising you for that. Yep. You're supposed to, uh, I mean, you ain't got to buy nothing for me, but it's it's nice to for each other to be like giving You're supposed to, to be loyal. You're yeah. supposed to respect me. You're supposed to be honest. You're yeah. supposed to have open communication. Yeah. You're supposed to do the things that and you expect from me. Wrong. Yes. Like, you're supposed to do the I am not crazy you for those things. Yes. What I'm saying quality in you know, a like, what I look for in a man, I don't know. Okay. Now, <laughs> I wrote it down, <laughs> but I did say loyalty, but that was like, that's not that, that's nothing big. Yeah. I do want somebody that, well, I have somebody that know what they want. I want that. Uh, I don't need no insecurity, no insecure man. I don't like that because I don't, I'm not insecure. Um, somebody who like me, baby. What you expect, you got to give back. Yeah. Like, if you expect. That's true. Yeah. If you, you can't ask no man with a lot of money and a woman with and, a lot of money. And you don't you got, got shit. No money. Yeah. That don't work like that. Yeah. You get what you give. If you expect something, you get that that same thing back. And I don't know. Let me tell y'all something. I don't, best friend, tell me how you feel. And bitch, this we're gonna leave it on this. Do you think it's true that you attract what you are? Yeah, definitely. Or what well, you like? Well, the person that I attracted must. Well, I can't say that because what I, you like. Yeah, you attract what you like. Yeah. If yeah. you continue to deal with crazy niggas, you're gonna get crazy niggas. It, it is what it is. If you like, I'm not talking about business out there like that, but if you like real meek and humble and stuff yeah. like that, and you so care, you're gonna attract niggas that like somebody who care. They mm -hmm. they like a mama's boy or whatever, and they mama's care, 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 they're gonna go after the female that they care, care, care. And so, they might fuck you over too. Exactly. So it's like you do attract what you are, and then sometimes <clears throat> however your personality is like you care too much about people you don't care you're gonna attract vultures that want somebody that care mm -hmm. about them so you do you do y'all like hard as fuck but it you is. gotta figure that shit out but i'm for real for real for real, for real, for real, for real. we gonna end this <laughs> but she so i'm it. just gonna leave y'all with that mm -hmm. face your truth deal with all your demons eat and i'm not saying attack it all at once if you have to take it a little bit at a time it's like eating a burger you know you, yeah. eat a little, you can't just look you gotta <laughs> bitch you can't just the world. no it's like eating nachos you don't eat nachos like 
Yeah. You eat nachos like a little bit at a yeah. time. Unless you hungry. You don't take off more than what you can bear. Like, don't do that. And when you if hungry you... and thirsty as fuck, it don't never last. The relationship <laughs> never lasts. So stop it. <laughs> take some years mm -hmm. it depends what depends where you at yeah it depends what you went through but mm -hmm. definitely face your truth deal with your traumas don't be scared it's okay to be it's alone okay y'all <laughs> and real. start being comfortable with being uncomfortable and being uncomfortable positions i wasn't There's comfortable nothing. being uncomfortable that's true yeah you gotta start doing that once you do that and that weight is lifted. You won't be sitting here like, okay, so what do I need to do next? It's going to flow organically. It's just, I promise you. Just gonna I'm just waiting to get to that point where I just know I know. You know what I'm saying? I ain't there yet, but I just feel like I just yeah. look forward to the vibrations that she's, yeah. she's bringing all that vibration to me. I feel it in my bones. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. But be patient with yourself. Okay? That's the biggest thing. It's not going to happen tomorrow. Mm -hmm. not going to happen next week. It may not even happen in a month or two. It may happen next year, and that's a long time. But it's okay. It don't matter. Don't worry about how you're going to get there. Just keep doing just what keep you need going. to do. And you're going to be happy every step of the way. Yeah. The more you do it, the happier you get. And then you'll, you'll see. Stay in the present. When you look too far for the future, you be you be overanalyzing yeah, too excited. That's too much. That's yeah. too much on your plate. Yeah. You're trying to stay within. If you're going to get a plate, you ain't going to get like five pieces of chicken and a whole bunch of uh, sides. Yeah. You're going to get a little bit of sides, two pieces of chicken. And if you want some more, you go back and get some. What, don't take on. Now, some of y'all um, be gluttony and y'all eyes be bigger than y'all stomachs, but me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, in real life. Yeah, I a lot, but um <laughs> but yeah y'all that's that's basically what i want to say live y'all truth mm -hmm. be patient with yourself yeah it takes some time not to do it don't just be listening and watching the video actually apply some of this uh, some of this to your everyday life and i promise you you're gonna definitely feel the difference see yeah. you're just gonna be able to exhale i'm trying to be a rich white woman i don't got time for all this rich black woman Rich black, oh yeah, I am black. Sorry, y'all. Rich black woman. So, yeah. <laughs> but y'all, yeah, that's all that we have for you today for this episode. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Do not forget to like and comment and subscribe, and also go to my Instagram page and comment and leave DMs or whatever. I would love to hear your feedback. We both will because I will be letting her know. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be in the comments. I'm always in my best friend comments. Yeah, <laughs> and I also have the um link to her uh, her instagram page for her nail page if you mm -hmm. want to book please book 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 you know give me the shit coin no kidding but yeah i hope you have a lovely weekend i'll see you next time bye